Hello, my name is Michael. I have been working to solve the world's problems, and I think I'm ready to begin. I have an idea that will make the economy better, and I noticed it wasn't working as intended. So if we fixed it, that would make the world a whole lot better. So let's do it. You have heard, the love of money is the root of all evil, and so this is where we must begin. After we fix this, it will be easier to fix other major problems. To the economists of the world. Adam Smith is the father of modern economics. Everyone knows that. John Nash expanded on Smith's dream with the theory of equilibrium. That won him a Nobel Prize. Let me add something that actually works for everyone and not just a select few. Here is something that promotes thriving but not a need for growth. You can call it the theory of terrarium if you like. Imagine a terrarium, a sealed glass container that holds a plant and can sustain the life of the plant forever. A delicate, balanced ecosystem created to thrive but not grow and is sufficient for its survival. Just set the plant with the right amount of oxygen, water, and food. Then, as long as it is sealed, it can self-sustain indefinitely. The air, water, and food it absorbs is transformed into leaves. When new leaves grow, the old leaves fall to the soil, becoming new oxygen, water, and food. Just as the excess plant leaves fall and feed the roots, so must the excess wealth be given to the poor, which will feed the entire economic system. Most people may not know what's going on, but I do. The more money people hoard, the less others have. To calculate the value of labor, which, by the way, is a formula I created, the formula is the annual income of an individual divided by the whole amount of dollars in circulation, which is potential dollars earned. You can see from year to year your piece of the pie that year in a percentage. Working class people have a fixed income from year to year, so any money they spend does not return. Small businesses gain from dollars spent and can gain more by making smart investments, so money they spend can return. The people with most of the wealth don't have to do anything and their wealth increases and they're not spending near enough money to put back into the economy to feed the small businesses. To counter this pooling in our economy, we just print more dollars, which lowers the value of a dollar. Then the price of things increases. Prices increase at a higher rate than increases to our income each year. And so even though we earn more money every year, the value of our labor decreases. Over the past 60 years, the value of labor has decreased by over half, not to mention the increase in the number of workers, so there is less potential dollars earned to go around. Additionally, the value of labor decreases as the wealthy get more wealthy. Thus, we have a clear correlation between the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. The reason for poverty can be quantified by examining the rate of inflation, value of labor, and the amount of people in the workforce. What I'm trying to say is, 
We cannot solely blame the less fortunate for their own misfortune. Even someone just trying to make enough to satisfy their needs must work more hours every year to do so. Some might say that people in a capitalist society need to save and capitalize on opportunities. But our money still pulls into the wealthy at an alarming rate. My solution has many facets and would need to be carefully calculated before being executed. The only way to fix the economy without a messy revolution is to appeal to the needs of the rich so that they may see the problem and help us. To the wealthiest of you, I know how you have been taking advantage of people for money even though you don't need it. I know how you manipulate the markets to take more and more. One example is corporate buybacks. They should be illegal. And you know that. I'm going to teach you how to help everyone and keep your wealth. Give up some of your wealth so that you can keep most of your wealth. If you give to the poor, where do you think that money ends up? You will easily get it back. If you do not, Eventually, there will be an uprising, and you know it. So, to stay thriving, give some money away. I, for one, do not want to see a revolution over it. How long will it take until the working class realize what's going on? Ten years? Twenty years? Soon, that's for sure. Remember, you cannot take wealth with you when you die. So what is the point of having a 100,000 or more lifetimes worth of money? After you make more than enough for yourself, why not do something else, like become more spiritual? You know who you are. Most don't understand how much you hoard, but I do. It's time to give it up and quit blaming poor people for the problems in the economy. If you have any questions on the logistics of this process, I would need some resources and more information. Only then would I be able to formulate an exact plan. It's all in the details. You may ask, Michael, how did you figure out the solution and what qualifications do you have? I don't have an impressive degree. Actually, I'm considered stupid by human standards. However, I did just figure out a problem that was stumping the greatest economists in the world. Honestly, though, I figured it out by the grace of God. I did lots of research on economics, political science, political theory, and history. Then I saw a pattern in capitalism. I followed changes in the price of items and the yearly inflation. A few years ago, I was taking an entry-level economics class when I stumbled onto a way to calculate the value of labor using basic algebra to get a percentage that represents your slice of the pie. This was years ago but I didn't know what to do with the information, and honestly, I still don't. I hope it helps people get out of poverty, and hopefully it will fund my research into solving more problems. Something that gives me inspiration is my favorite passage from the Holy Bible. 1 Corinthians one twenty six. Paul wrote, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of the world and the despised things and the things that are not 
to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Another verse I like, with God, all things are possible. That's Matthew nineteen twenty six. Although I would like to add to that, yes, all things are possible. However, I can clearly see that not everything is possible. So basically, with God, you can do anything, but not every pathway will lead you there. If you want to help me, then donate to my cause, and I will invest it into solving more crises. If you are skilled and want to donate your time, maybe we can work together towards a better future. I am asking for donations for a few reasons. First, I cannot do this alone. I need your help, and you need me to help. Help me help you. Also, I will need to pay people for helping on the many exciting projects I'm working on. I have lots of cool plans for energy sources that are clean, renewable, and cheap. I want to help solve world hunger and poverty. We can even attain world peace. I'm not talking about disarming nations. I just want to stop the fighting. Together, we can create cures for all kinds of illnesses and diseases. With my help, we can do so much more than ever thought possible. I'm not asking for permission. If I receive help, these things will get done. The more people and resources available to us, the better. I definitely need more people to help. That's the biggest thing. We can do all of these things. We only need to keep trying. Not for the common good and not for the greater good, but for the good of all humankind. We must work together to make it happen. Justice is hard, but we deserve it. I want to ask you one question as I wrap this up. If there was ever a reason to make this planet better, it is for God and for the good of all humankind. I wish I could say it will be easy, but at least I can say it'll be worth it. So my question is, brothers and sisters, I need help with this. Will you help me?